Good afternoon. Welcome to Coffee and Conversation, a podcast brought to you by the Del Norte County Office of Education and Del Norte County Unified School District. I'm Jeff Harris, the superintendent of schools for Del Norte County. And we are, as of this podcast, rolling into our winter break. Um, so I know that everybody's really looking forward to some time off here at the schools. Um, kids have been working hard. This is the first, I'll say, real year, I think, since COVID hit back in uh, 2020 or 2019, depending on your timeline. Um, and uh, this this year has been harder, I think, than any year since COVID hit. And it, it seems like it shouldn't be, but it really has been. Um, so joining me today are Lisa Howard, our coordinator for MTSS programs. It's a pleasure to be here. And, and Julie Clark, the director of nutrition <laughs> services. So welcome. Hello. So, um, you know, both of you have done a lot of work historically around supporting families, right? Whether it's been, um, the work around Connect Del Norte or Del Norte Wellness Center or the supports on nutrition services with, um, uh, community partners or, you know, talking earlier about COVID, getting food just out. Um, and with the holidays, while I know that there are a lot of folks that we talk to that are really looking forward to it, um, the holidays, great time to connect with people, a great time to kind of revisit that nostalgia of hanging your favorite ornaments on the tree or whatever that looks like. Um, but it's also a time for a lot of people of anxiety of depression of uh, maybe that nostalgia isn't so positive right so there are a lot of things going on but for some of our families it's also a time of significant insecurity um, housing insecurity um, food insecurity and so I think what I'd really like to do today with the two of you is talk a little bit about what resources we have available for physical wellness, mental wellness, um, and mental health over the holidays, right? Because again, great time for some people. And I think sometimes the needs of our community, um, get superseded by everybody expecting everybody to respond to things the same way that they are. So, um, Lisa, why don't we start with you just a little bit? I know you've been pushing out a lot of information to our schools, to our students about different resources that are out there. So you mind just kind of diving in and talking a little bit about what, what you've been doing? So previously we had worked on connectdelnort.org, which is uh, great because you can access it online for family resources or what students might be looking for, education, careers, healthcare, transportation, things of that nature. But now we've also put in the hands of kids and at their fingertips and for families on our website and pushed out through Instagram and Facebook, local resources, especially for over the break. You might be in immediate need for food, clothing, um, health care, housing, even just basic like hygiene kits, uh, mental health services. And, you know, when things are of a pressing need, you need them right now. So we make sure that we can identify what is available locally. So for food resources, it's not just what we are providing uh, in conjunction with our partners, but then also other areas like um, 
Our Daily Bread, Pacific Pantry, the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Like there are so many community resources at our fingertips that people may be not aware of when and how to access that. And Mm -hmm. so the times are available, which days you can access these resources so that it is um, available right now um, because uh, your need is pressing, whether it's to access um, things for small children for grown children, for teens, teens who may be displaced. Uh, there was a blowout at the household and they went to another house to live, a, a, a friend's house, and now they need a few things just to get by. And it might be clothes, it might be, uh, like I said, hygiene kits or just you know access to showers, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you know, Elise, I think the really cool thing about it is the, the layout is very easy to read. It's very accessible you know, what, what's, what's there. And for families who really want to see it or community members that are interested, you can just go right to the website, dnusd.org. And it's on the banner at the top of the page and they can click on it and they can see it pretty easily. It's big and colorful and it's kind of comic book style on purpose. So it should be able to grab you and you should be able to, you know, find what you're looking for pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So great job on that. (laughs) So Julie, I know that you know, a lot of this has to do with some of these services that are out there. But, you know, the one thing that Nutrition Services has done, um, but did throughout COVID, was ensure that, that kids had food um, and sometimes families, right? Because we just know that that was the case. Um, but your department has really been responsible for more and more nutrition services for kids over the last few years. What does it look like over the winter break? Well, over winter break, we have partnered for many years. I've lost track of how many years Nutrition Services has partnered with the Family Resource Center Mm -hmm. to support their winter meal program. Um, But it's a a great program. It's a great way to make sure the kiddos that have food insecurity away from school have access to a breakfast and a lunch for each day of the winter break. And so have you set up the, I mean, is it just Family Resource Center where they can get the food or are there multiple locations? This year, they've actually added a location so they can pick up meals on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 930 to 1030 at the Family Resource Center and mm-hmm. also at Smith River School. Oh, so there's a central location and a northern location. Mm-hmm. Um, so from 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 your perspective, both both of you, kind of thinking historically about what kids have needed, right? Because COVID's brought a lot of other challenges, but we just have this kind of historical two-week winter break. And I think one of the things that a lot of our community members don't know, because again, it's how am I anticipating kids are going to react, right? And what the community I think sees a lot of times are the winter concerts and the plays and the principals dressing up like the Grinch or an elf or whatever it is, uh, or fun days like, you know, channel your, what, what, what was it? Uh, it wasn't channel your plaid. It was, uh, uh, I don't know what Pine Grove did the other day. It was hilarious though. But anyway, um, but you know, you see that and it tends to be the celebratory piece but what folks don't see is our students that are struggling the most, we start seeing an intense increase in behaviors, acting out behaviors, kids that already are anticipating that anxiety, that, that stress. Um, and we want to support every kid, right? The, 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 the child who is doing well, who's in a healthy environment, but the, also the child who's struggling somewhat. What are the services that, that are probably the most intensive that are offered? 
So we are seeing an uptick in kids with anxiety this week in school, for sure. And a lot of kids are coming up to their counselor or their teacher and expressing that how they're feeling and, and what they may need over the break. So it's nice to have the adults in our system, the staff members also know how to direct them. So kids, particularly feeling that stress and anxiety, um, two of the resources that we're recommending would be the Open Door Teen Clinic, which is um, over on Washington, they do walk-ins and they do Mm. those on Tuesdays, one to five. So you could do a drop-in service there or a great location. And I highly recommend because our, our big partner is Behavioral Health Department and they do Coastal Connections. And Coastal Connections is located over on K Street and the, it's for young adults. It's for 14 and up. And the idea there is that you could access the internet. You could do art projects. You can listen to music. You can um, do uh, drop-in groups um, because they have clinicians there as well as the people who are running the education programs there. There's some food there. It's a safe location and they're available uh, for drop-ins Monday through Friday, eight to five. What a great opportunity for a safe space for young adults. Yeah, that's great. And you know, I think the other thing too, you know, as we as we talk about um, what's available locally, there are also some virtual or some um, distance resources too, right? Because every year, unfortunately, we hear about a student or or a member of our staff or someone else who has either contemplated um, self harm or has attempted self harm. And um, there's a really good number to reach out to, too, um, that 741-741. And we've heard that a lot. Uh, We've got a great partner up in Brookings who comes down periodically to work with our school board um, about um, bullying, anxiety, mental wellness, uh, suicide prevention. That's Gordon Clay. And... um, that that's also included on your sheet, right, Lisa? That's right. Um, we always put that out front. If you ever have an emergency or crisis, you know it's nine one one. And if you are contemplating having suicide ideation of any kind, text seven four one seven four one. Adults and kids alike. Um, the other thing that I'd highly recommend is the Del Norte Wellness Center. Uh, right. com, and so that allows you to have um, some suicide prevention tips. What parents can be looking for in their children and what they're saying and what to do about that, some local resources and where to go about that. There's also hotlines there, um, as well as resources for the LGBTQ community, um, the Trevor Project and other resources right there at your fingertips um, and activities. You know, one of the things that um, Holidays brings is a lot of times a lot of intense um, relation um visiting and sugar and inside if the weather's bad and sometimes that can pressure cook families and they need some just chill out time and there's some great activities like coloring and soothing sounds and some meditation and some journaling and just how to create your own music uh, fun activities for yeah. families yeah. well and let's not forget we live in a gorgeous place and when when sometimes that pressure builds a little bit just taking a little walk in the woods, a little walk on the beach, a little walk around the neighborhood can kind of bring those tensions down too. It's really that, that sometimes you just need to step away. Right. Um, so Julie, a question for you, you know, we talked a lot about food security for kids cause we do that. If a family says, you know, I'm really struggling and I don't know what, what it's going to look like. Um, what, what supports are out there to be able to help a family, 
help their kids have that kind of, and I'll say typical or traditional, or at least a memorable, um, uh, holiday meal or, or food over this time? Well, there are a, a lot of resources, actually. Um, the Pacific Pantry, which is at the Family Resource Center on Pacific, is open Thursday and Friday from 2 to 6. Mm-hmm. Um, and the pantry is a great resource for the community. And we actually partner with them and Del Norte Food Recovery for any leftover food Um, on our speed scratch cook days or hot food days at school, we take it over to them so it can be redistributed to the community. Um, So that's a great resource. Um, Our daily bread is also another great place and and we partner with them and and, um, get them our leftover food items from the week so they don't go to waste. They have breakfast Tuesday and Thursday from eight to nine and dinner Monday and Wednesday at five. Okay. So uh, there again, it's not just about kids. And I think that's the one thing that, you know, we've we've said over and over again is what the work you guys have done has really been about if our if our students are well and healthy when they come to school, they're in a much better place to learn and thrive. And we can't forget that they've got families at home that need the same. And again, I, I happened to mention staff a lot earlier. And the same thing goes for our staff. Um, we have a lot of staff, not not all staff, but we have some staff who don't have health insurance because they're only working with us part time. Um, but for all of our staff, whether they're, they do have health insurance through us or they don't have health insurance through us, um, all of our staff have access through an employee assistance program where they can get mental health supports and they can talk to someone through um, our insurance company at Central Valley Trust. And so um, if you're a staff member who's listening to this podcast and you're interested in that, uh, reach out. Um, you should have received an email. That email has a direct link to that that you can uh, access and utilize. Again, whether you have insurance or not, that employee assistance program is available. Um, for those who have insurance, um, uh, again, uh, just remember that we also have telehealth because we know a lot of times that trying to get into a physician or a, a provider can be challenging, especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. CVT provides the first six um, mental health visits for free and then the next six with your copay. And I've had several staff members come up and say, yeah, I actually, I tapped into that and it was great. I actually got to speak to somebody. I was really stressed out based on my family situation and it helped me a lot. So I love to hear that people are actually accessing the resources that we have available. Right. Well, and I think it's great, right? Because I think along with what I said at the beginning about this has been a really stressful year, it's been a stressful year for families, but it's also been a very stressful year for our staff there. Again, we've got a lot of um, uh, new staff members or newer staff members. We've got a lot of staff members who have been with us for a while, but everybody's life has been upended over the last three years and getting back to normal is a hard process. It sure is. <laughs> oh, I, 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 it consumes your days, doesn't it, Lisa? Well, you know, it happens on every campus that you can feel there's just a little extra energy and we're still trying to get in the swing of things and those routines and routines start at home and then they move on to school and then they go back to home and it it is can it can be really a struggle for everyone. And uh, hey, good luck to everyone out there. (laughs) You're doing your best. We know that. So keep it up. So I think one other thing that I just kind of like to hit before we uh, conclude is. 
it's great to, to know what resources are out there. It's great to have conversations about how to support students and their families over the holiday, but everybody has to come back to school on January 3rd, right? Um, so words of advice to families on how they can help their kids over the holidays in order to be prepared to come back to school on January 3rd. So January 1st and 2nd, try and drop back into your sleep routines, your eating routines, get that backpack out early, do your normal routine about the showering or bathing before bed and the nighttime stories before bed. You know, once you're done with all the visits and all the relatives have left the area and you're trying to settle back, you know, get that grocery shopping done out early. So that way, at least your household is set too, because the more calm you have as the adult providing for all the children that may be at your home, the more settled you're going to feel, less stressed out. And, uh, you know, sooner the better on, on getting back to it. Yeah, well, and I was going to, I was just going to kick in there. I don't know if I'd wait till Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> I, I might start a little bit earlier. Maybe just, start that sooner. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and Julie, I, I know that a, a lot of kids are going to have access to a lot of, um, we'll say, less nutritious foods over the holidays, as I'm sure we'll all come back and go, oh, my gosh, I've got to go on a diet now. Um, it's a lot more sugar. It's a lot more, um, a lot heavier eating, a lot of that kind of stuff. But when they come back to school, there's there's also, it's not just that wake-up routine and that, that kind of, I have to be able to focus in class. There's also a spacing out of of eating throughout the day so what, what would you recommend yeah maybe try and limit the amount of snacking the kiddos are doing during the day because when they come back to school they're not going to be able to to wander to the kitchen and grab that handful of chips they're going to have to wait until break time or lunch to have a snack mm -hmm. so getting that routine going is probably going to be helpful yeah and and i think that that's kind of regardless of the age Right. I mean, whether we're talking about a preschool student or a, or a senior in high school. I was going to say, and it really kind of applies to me, too. <laughs> so okay. definitely applies I to me. need I need to not be snacking all day. Yeah. So I need to get myself in that routine of, you know, having breakfast and having a healthy snack and then my lunch. Right. I always forget the water add more water to my everyday because that also is a good filler so that I can go a little further and hydration is key to all of our good health anyway. Well, and let's be real. Water is better for you than soda, um, than high sugar energy drinks, than those other things. And again, I, I think I have yet to meet a parent who says, I don't want my kid to be healthy and well, right? Um, and so, I, again, these are just some tips. If they're in that routine of waking up and going to bed, and I know it's a hard weekend to maintain that routine right before we come back because it's New Year's Eve and everybody wants to woohoo. Um, but um, I think if as much as you can maintain that, as much as you can maintain kind of that meal routine, um, all of those things just really do play into it. And, and I really do hope that people take advantage of of the resources that you guys have put out into this um, uh, document. And again, it's on our website at dnusd.org. Our district office is also, uh, while our schools will be closed for the next two weeks, the district office is not. Um, if you'd like a hard copy of, of this um, um, resource sheet, you can pick up a copy at the district office next Monday through Thursday, 
or the following week um, in between Christmas and New Year on Tuesday through Thursday uh, will be open. We'll have copies up front for you. Uh, again, you can get them on our website, and I believe we're also going to try to get them on our app. We have them, I think you said, on Instagram. We're going to try to get them on Facebook. Um, did Julie, were you going to also post it on your nutrition website? Yes, we will yeah. put it on our nutrition website, which is delnortnutrition.org, and we also have a Nutrition Services Facebook page. We'll Great. put the information there as well. We will plaster it all over the place. Um any, any final comments or any last words of advice for folks as they go off into the holidays? Enjoy, be well, take care of each other, both physically, mentally, spiritually, however you celebrate, because it's a whole package deal. Yep. And I would just say take advantage of the winter break meal program at the FRC. They go to a lot of, a lot of work to make sure those meals are available and we want to make sure people are taking advantage of them. Yeah. And honestly, I, I truly, truly do hope that that every child, every staff member, every community member um, has an opportunity over the holidays to be able to rest a little, to recharge a little. We've all been through three years of challenging um, times, regardless of your um, thoughts on what happened or how it happened. It was not easy on anyone. Um, and everybody can use a little time to just take care of yourself. So uh, with that, we want to wish everyone a happy holiday. Um, really take us up on getting a copy of this resource sheet. And we hope everybody has a safe um, holiday season. <laughs>